Who the bloody hell's that? Should indeed. You're listening to the Corona Diaries, a sometimes random and often irreverent attempt to understand the psyche of singer Steve Hogarth. Hello and welcome to chapter 142 of the Corona Diaries. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Good, af- <laughs> Good afternoon. Good afternoon. You know that T-shirt of yours, that, that sweatshirt of yours? Because you're not in Big Bad Bear, are you, today? I'm not in the Bad Bear now today. I'm in the Curb and Harm. Right. Is the Bad Bear going through the wash? No, just, I'm just alternating, depending on which one I can find. Right. I put them down and they vanish. I always read Knob at the beginning of that. Well, I can't be responsible for your brain, Anthony. How does but, that say knob? Well, it's just the KOB. World? I don't know. I've, I've inserted an N where an N shouldn't go. You have. Mm. You have, which brings me back onto Bernard Cribbins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was there, magnificent. There was I digging this hole. That was magnificent. You can't dig it there. Dig it elsewhere. You're digging it round and it ought to be square. I very nearly seeged into that, but it was it was beyond my talents. I, I almost feel like I, I want to give you a we're not worthy kind of bow for that last week. Because <laughs> that was tremendous. You may have peaked. I might have been you've, peak croon. You've said that before. I have, actually. I have. <laughs> you may have said that after the Yazoo croon, actually. I think There's been a few. Peaked. The Takata and Fugue was a particular highlight. <laughs> <laughs> what's re- what's really nice about where we're going at the moment is we're creating content out of what we've created content about because we could do an episode on the Crooncasts. I guess we could. Yeah, it would involve me remembering them, of yeah. course. But I, you know, if you gave me a nudge, pro- they'd probably come out of the the mist. Mm. I'm like done- most of them, really. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're not concerned, are you? At some point, import. Import Zealand that you're going to start playing a crooncast halfway through. Oh, I'd get some black looks if I did. It's only the black looks that restrain me. <laughs> so actually, you could go to do Hollow Man and you could do Right Side Fred instead. <laughs> right in the middle of Brave. Yeah, that'd just that, I think to the atmosphere, wouldn't it? That wouldn't. I mean, that's exactly where it would sit, isn't it? <laughs> Right in the middle of Brave. Yeah. 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 Dad, do you know his piano's on my foot? <laughs> um, you came on the call. We just started. Obviously, we, we, we haven't had our normal five minutes of chit-chat, have we, before we start? No, we've learned um, a lesson that, yes. that it's better to get stuck in. And you, in cause you, you, you came here and you said, first things to me was, I'm having a strange day. Well, we both are. You just don't know it. Right. Um. We both are, because it's 
Quarter past four. Quarter past four, I know. On a Tuesday, and it's normally 10 o'clock on a Monday. It's all gone very wrong. That's strange for a kickoff. But my day's strange because um, I'm supposed to be at the studio, but I'm not. Because uh, my my child, my, my youngest child, Emil, better known as Vibes, um, is, has got the COVID. Oh. And he's in bed, and I, I've never seen him looking so awful. He looks dreadful. So he's definitely not swinging the lead, but he looks as though some lead has been swung in, swung his, in his general direction, direction at a great speed. Yeah. Um, and he, bless him, he looks bloody awful. So I phoned the boys. I said, how do you feel? There's plague in the house. And they said, well, look, you know, we're going through the new album, um, you know, and we, we don't really need a lead vocal for that. We've got we've got something in the sequencer and we'll just play to it and you don't really need, you know. And I know the words. Mm. I know the tunes. There's not a lot of playing for me on, on the new album. So it's not like I'm missing much, really. No. So they've said, stay at home. And I've said, oh, are you sure? And they've said yes, and I've gone, oh, lovely. So I'm at home this week, which is just as well, because it gives me a chance to do a few things. Um, I've cut the lavenders. They've been, they've been waiting. Um, All those lavenders. <laughs> I've cut the lavenders, of which there are multiple. <laughs> there are many. Mul- multitudes of lavenders. What's the collective uh, for lavender? I quite like a multitude of lavenders. Mm, I quite like a multitude. Uh, a delight. A delight of lavender. Mm. Can you say a capricious? Yeah. <laughs> is a is a capricious capricious, or is there no such noun for for capricious? Ooh. Ooh. You know, see, I was yeah. going to say a bank account full, but that was pre your time, and it sounds like you know. A bank account full of lavenders. Yes. Well, I'm sure it filled some bank accounts back in the day. <laughs> a chart full of lavenders. Yeah. Well, who knows? Anyway. Who knows? Um, a delight of lavender alike. A, a delight of lavenders or a, a haze of lavenders. Um, anyway, they're not a haze at the moment because I've cut them all off with a hedge trimmer. So they're a bit of a... Ah, precision lavender work. <laughs> a, a spiky woodiness of lavender <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> so that's in your jobs then for the week that you've this extra. Be, you've got, you've got a bonus week, haven't you? <laughs> what? Not to be sat upon with a bare arse, the lavenders at the moment. Um, to be honest. Sorry, what was the question? It, it's okay. It's okay. I, I just a, had to a, force a, that in while it was... Yes, yes. <laughs> a spiky seat of lavender. So what else are you doing with your free week then? I mean, it's not a free week, but you know what I mean. Yeah, your bonus I, I week. do know what you mean. Well, I've been... Uh, I've had a bloke round this morning. I've had my financial advisor. Mm. Do you know I'm worth $8 million, according to Google? Um. I googled myself, or somebody did, and said I'm worth eight million dollars. And I think, well, I've got a box somewhere with seven and a half million dollars in it. I don't know, but I do hope I do hope it turns up. Um, <laughs> so there we are. So I had my financial 
advisor around this morning to tell me what to do with my box with seven and a half million dollars in it. Um, and I've got a funeral on Friday as well. Um, oh dear. So, in fact, Rothers has got a funeral today. He's he's gone up north for a funeral. It's Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah. Just Tuesday, yeah. Um, I've got one on Friday. The old boy that lived across the green, who I was very fond of. Um, and I'm also trying to listen through and tidy up the um, the audio from St John's ah. in the hope of being able to release a DVD and have that ready for the conventions. Oh, wow. So if I manage to pull that off, don't hold your breath. But if I do, then um, the St John's gig will be available on DVD at um, Port Zealand and future conventions. You know, it's not like me to plug shit, but I just did. Yes, yes, we did. Only because you we? asked me what I've been doing. I'm not really plugging. I'm just telling you what I'm doing. No, but I mean, we did. We did have that conversation about how bad you were at plugging shit. So that's a very good shit plug. That. Thank you, thank uh, you. There's hope. Did uh, did Tim? Because Tim put out a little bit of a, a kind of a, a plea. It wasn't a plea, but a request on Facebook for anybody that had got um, iPhone footage. Um, of the end, because the end all it all got a bit <laughs> unnecessary, didn't it? Well, that was part of the design for it to yes. get unnecessary. Um, and like such romantic notions, um, you get this idea of a lot of visual chaos, whereas the reality is quite often just somebody's duffel coat sleeve for seven minutes. Um, <laughs> Which I think is what Tim's got. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Paddington singing the Beatles. <laughs> yes, but he was too close to the camera <laughs> mm. to be seen singing the Beatles. It was just a duffel coat sleeve. So uh, I think, yeah, that's why Tim put out the, the appeal because uh, he's a little bit worried that he's not got much to work with at the end. <laughs> Seven minutes of duffel coat, not not shaking it for him. <laughs> Maybe I can commission somebody to do a cartoon or something. There'll be somebody out there, you know, who will buy this DVD and for the next five years play it to anybody who comes around the house to go, that's my sleeve. <laughs> exactly. I've still got the coat. Do you want to see it? I've got my sleeve. You see the stain on that sleeve? That's H's tequila. <laughs> Who's that guy singing? I've no idea, but that's my sleeve. <laughs> um, should we crack on and talk a little bit more about yeah. sounds that can't be made? Well, let's try. I, I, I had a moment earlier because I thought, well, I'll have a listen to it. And I was listening through, and, and I heard Lucky Man for the first time in... Um, God knows, well, since we put it out, probably, and it blew my socks off mm. um, and wasn't remotely how I'd remembered it. Mm. Uh, it sounds like um, like it's out, out Aerosmith in Aerosmith to mm. me, most, most, you know, it's got 
that kind of a um, a vibration and and that kind of a performance as well. It's it's got great energy. There's something slightly playful about it, and there's something yeah. I, I really I you know I don't want to blow my own trumpet, <laughs> especially as I don't have one. But um, I thought it was pretty damn good. I was really shocked, and I, I sent a message to the band going, expletive, 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 lucky man, what have we, bah! we need mm. to resurrect that. And Pete replied and said, I've been banging on about that for years, nobody listens. So um, I'm, I, I am an apology. You've now become the racket too. Yeah, I'm the, um, I'm certainly the Truata Spacker Upper, <laughs> as far as... Uh, Lucky man's concerned. <laughs> I'm on the team. I'm on Pete's team. You're on Pete's team for Lucky mm. Man. You're right about the vocal, and because the other one I always think of that you've kind of there's kind of a where you kind of do a rock vocal, if that makes sense. I know I know it's not a rock vocal. You know what I mean? A kind of a hair rocky glam rocky vocal, whatever. Was was Accidental Man? Right. That always had that so. feel of a kind of wow. That's a that's kind of a mainstream rock vocal. Right. Oh, that's interesting. That's, somebody told me that was the only song of ours that Peter Gabriel liked. Because um, we've, got, we've got a friend and she used to work... Uh, is she Alice? Not Alice. Shit. I've forgotten her name. Come, oh, hopeful. Oh, sorry. Sorry if you hear this and I've forgotten your name. But she's a good friend and she used to work in the kitchen at Real World. And uh, drove Peter G completely bonkers with Marillion. Um, you know, and he used to run out screaming whenever she put us on. But he quite liked Accidental Man, she said. Um, and I was at Cirque Soleil on Saturday and Peter G was in the uh, box behind us. Ah. I didn't notice, I didn't know until Olivier, who's our man at Cirque Soleil, who, who, who popped popped into the auditorium to say hi-bye at the end. He just happened to mention that Peter G was in the box. So there we go. I can recommend the, the current... I know I'm wandering a bit. No one does much as you like. It's absolutely fine. I started off with Lucky Man, and now where am I? I'm back at the Royal Albert Hall on the Cirque Soleil, but uh, I can really recommend the, the current Cirque Soleil production. At, at RAH, it's I've seen a few of them, and it's it's an absolute cracker. Right. So there we are. Right. Okay. Take note, everybody. Yes, if you if you fancy a really good night out in London, I think they do matinees on a Saturday as well, or an afternoon out on a Saturday, mm. and you're anywhere near the Royal Albert Hall, um, or or are prepared to be, it's well worth seeing. Well, bearing in mind you've bigged up Lucky Man, why don't we start with Lucky Man then? Because I'm conscious mm. I don't really want to, to do the obvious thing and start with Gaza for a couple of reasons. One, we've actually talked about Gaza mm. in another episode, in of its own right. But also, um, I'm in danger that you start with Gaza and you don't talk about a lot of the other tracks. So why don't we start Lucky Man then? Because mm. clearly, clearly you've got two versions of Lucky Man going on. You've got what you thought was on the record up until the fact... <laughs> Up to the point when you listen to it. Well, I'll tell you what I thought it was. I thought it was just a song with an awkward uh, and 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 an awkward and not very good 
uh, well, it's her electric piano that I that, that, and the reason I thought that is because there's a well, it's her electric piano on it, which sounds sounds pretty good. But I came back to it when we tried to play it live, and I could never get a good sound. Um, and it frustrated me so much that I bought a Wurlitzer electric piano so I'd have a real one. Um, but that, and, and by the time I bought the electric, the Wurlitzer electric piano, um, we'd kind of moved on, and we 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 haven't worked on it since. But um, I had so much trouble with the electric piano sound. And the fact that just about every part of that song, the chords aren't the same yeah. from one moment to another. And it drove us all around the twist trying to learn it. Um, so I just thought of it as a bit of a problem song. But taking three steps back from that and just hearing Mike Hunter's finished mix of it after a decade or so it's completely knocked me backwards and uh, I really like it I like, I'm, I'm very pleased with the with the lead vocal on it, it, it you know as you say it's, a, it's, it's more of a, a rock lead vocal but there's something a little bit casual about it as well it doesn't sound like I'm singing it with the red light on it it just sounds like I'm I'm having a good time mm. Um, so I enjoyed, I enjoyed listening to that. I think when we were working on it, I was so, so bound up in that. I wanted to get the Abbey Road side two guitar sound and we never quite got it. And so I always felt disappointed. Um, but the sound, the sound we have got more than stands up in its own right. Um, so once you get that B out of your, if you've got a B in your bonnet, which I did have, then it has to be the B has to be freed, and the B is free from my bonnet regarding Lucky Man. Right, free the B. <laughs> free the B. <bee. laughs> Episode title. I'm gonna. I'm going to get a T-shirt. I'm going to wear it next time I make a record. We we Do you know what? We should actually. We should have a hashtag free the bee T-shirt and nobody would have a clue. <laughs> and everybody's going to think, wow, that is that is so right on in terms of the planet. And actually, yeah. it's really, it's about getting over the fact that you didn't like the guitar sound on Lucky Man for a decade. Exactly. Mm. I think that's perfectly fine. And by mm. the way, that sounds absolutely right because if you've got an idea in your head of something and it doesn't quite hit the thing that you want to hit, it's going to take a long time to get past that. I think that happens all the time, you know, with people. Um, you know, you hear about people <clears throat> having massive fights in studios, and I think that's because they have an idea of how they want something to be, and if for whatever reason it it doesn't achieve that sound, they're forever disappointed. And whilst the fact is it, it might have achieved a sound that's much better than the one they were after, but you know you get you you get you do get like a dog with a bone um, over a lot of those things. I like the lyric of Lucky Man as well. I think it's quite um, I think it's quite an interesting lyric. 
again, you know, it's it's a lyric about um, what some of us want, you know, and uh, and the fact that some of us want the complete opposite, and you know, one one man's meat is another man's poison. Uh, something that hell is heaven. Something that heaven is hell. Kate Bush. Um, so, yeah. Was that your Kate Bush impression? Kate, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kate, after a lot of fags. Yeah, yeah you kind of had to see that, folks. <laughs> that was that was Kate Bush with with a Vic Reeves, with a slight slight element of Vic Reeves going on. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good it's a good lyric. It's a good song. Some of us want a fast car. Some of us just want to stand and gaze. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Was it? Did it come together easily? God knows. Um, <laughs> I finally get round to asking a legitimate question. I don't remember what. I mean, I asking don't. Me I, for. I certainly don't remember spending the kind of time on it that we must have done for it to be that complicated. Maybe we overcomplicated it, but then. People call us a prog rock band, don't they? So I guess no one's going to be disappointed if we overcomplicate something. Um, but weren't you but complaining it, last week that power was overcomplicated as well? Was I? Hmm. No, it won't have been power. It'll have been another one. Well, power's fairly straightforward, isn't it? Is it? I thought it was power um, you were talking about last week, saying we played that on the Deep Purple tour. Hmm. And that went all over the place as well. No, no, it, it was gazpacho. I think we may have... I've got... It's actually in the diary that we... This might not be what I said last week, but this is the <laughs> truth. Uh, that that we, we played gazpacho on the first Deep Purple gig. You know, and we, we were we were going down pretty well at that point, but, but when we hit them with gazpacho, there was, there was a lot of... Tumbleweed. <laughs> a lot of rockers standing with one eye closed, yeah. thinking, "Wow, this is a bit much now." Now they've got, oh, they've crossed the line. Um, I think we'd crossed the line. So we took Gazpacho out of the set. Then, um, what else did I say last week that was rubbish? I said that we, I said that we didn't make any concessions for the Deep Purple crowd, but we did because we put Kaylee into yes. in the hope of getting them out of the bar. Which you didn't need to do because they were already out of the bar. No, that's true. We did discover that, um, you know, night after night, the the hall was full, which was which was nice. Gazpacho is a slightly odd choice. If I was picking something off AOS off that first side to put in, I'd go Surf Babe Far. If it was me, I'd I'd seem that seems more accessible to somebody who doesn't know it. Yeah, but you know we're. We're what can you do? We're, you're complicated, what, aren't you? What can we are? We're we're a we're a funny old bunch. Yes, and I think there's this feeling in the band that Surf Babe is a pop song. You know, compared to some of the stuff we've done, and we ought to be really rocking out if we're in front of Deep Purple. Maybe that's maybe that was a feeling. I mean, we could, I don't know. I don't know, Anthony. No, I don't. No, I'm getting that. I'm getting a big sense of that re- today. I don't really know. No, 
he's, he's, and I've said this before, but we keep going past these points where you say, actually, you're all right now. I can remember from then onwards. Mm. Mm. And and I can't, can I? No, no, no. No, <laughs> no clearly not. No, but that's good. That's good. We I keep just the vibe get moments. Going. I get moments where I think, oh, oh I, I you know. know. Uh, but, but, but they're only brief. All right. And we're never normally recording. <laughs> I'm never usually home. No, no. So, lucky man, you like the lyric, you like the vocal. Mm. You weren't my kid mm. on the guitar sound, but you've you've grown to love it since then. You couldn't get the world it's a piano for playing live to work, which I, I guess is couldn't... somewhere, is it? This this world it's a piano. Well, there's a. I bought a whirly and it's in the studio now. Right. Um, but. Um... Because I had a whirly when I was young, I had, had some lovely. Oh, I had some lovely keyboards. Uh, somebody told me the other day as well that a, an original Jupiter Eight, uh, Roland Jupiter Eight, they're going for tens of thousands. Yeah, now. they will be. On a, I sold, I sold my Jupiter Eight, my black mini Moog, and my Wurlitzer well, piano to Blue Weaver for about eight hundred quid. Yeah. For the and three. when was that? When was that? Oh, it was a long time ago, I suppose. But that's no excuse. No, but nobody would have given you any money for them, probably no. mid, late 80s, early 90s, because that's not where it was at, man. It um, was even earlier than that. It was... Um, God. Yeah, it it must have been about... Um, mm, I think we were living in Manor Road at that point. So it probably was mid eighties, yeah, mid eighties. I just ran out of money, yeah. and uh, I was skint, and I had to sell my stuff. And for those of you yeah. that are plotting Steve's old houses on that particular map, that was Manor Road that we just chucked in another little pin to put in on the on the A to Z. But that was in Surbiton, yeah, eight Manor yeah. Road, Surbiton. Ooh, very good life. <laughs> very good life. Very good life. No, but we once and- went round the corner, and then and there was a little tennis club, and we mm. went round the corner, and all of the um, all the Wimbledon women's champions were warming up. They were all out there playing a little game. We were going, "Holy shit, that's Martina Navratilova!" Hello, shut the door. Um, anyway, that was Surbiton. Oh, but nobody would have given you money for a Jupiter Eight then. No, well, Blue Weaver didn't. No. And he, and he was playing with the Bee Gees, and God knows he could have afforded to. But if I ever run into it, I've got to say, but you haven't still got my Jupiter, right? Can I have it back? I'll all give that, you 800 all, quid for it. All that original crunchy stuff goes for real money now. Oh. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Oh, I had an ARP Odyssey as well. Ooh. Stop me from boring you people. No, no you might be boring them. You're not, you're not boring me. You didn't, yeah. have a, didn't have a rolling drum machine then. Didn't have an 808 or a 909. Uh, Europeans had an 808. Yeah, see, they go for real money as well now. Yeah, yeah, they they were. That was well crunchy. You'd have been better actually, not trying to produce music, just literally sat on, on the equipment you had. It was yeah. probably, probably that's where your eight and a half million quid is. <laughs> People clearly think you've still got all that equipment. Uh, no, no, I haven't. I don't know. I, they make it up, or you know, they make it up online. They make things up. On the internet. Yeah, I think they do, you know. They're buggers, th- aren't they? Do you know, I think sometimes they say things that aren't completely true, Anthony. 
let's keep that to ourselves. <laughs> anyway, back to Lucky Man. Wait a minute. Oh, what? Now what? I've just found seven and a half million quid in a drawer. <laughs> <laughs> does, does that mean we can finish this one a bit early? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I'm off downstairs for a gin. Excellent. So, lucky man then. Lucky man. Yeah. Right. So, you like? You, where were we? Like the vocal. Like the lyric. Didn't like the guitar. Like the song. It may well now. Would it? Does, does this mean we get it at the weekend? Do we get this in two months? No. Oh no. But it, it it increases the chance of getting it live. Um, I think I think everything we're going to do at the weekends is fairly well carved in obsidian. Right. Never mind stone. Right. Uh, right now, because um, we've got teams of people creating video content, and we've got we've got Jens programming all the lights frantically. So all that stuff is ongoing, and um, I mean, obviously, if we just went, we're going to do this. We've changed our mind, and we're going to do this. There would be a throwing up of hands and and horror, but you know they they'd suck it up because they'd have to. They'd have to. But um, we still have to get it past the rest of the band. Yeah. And yeah, you're only t- a... you're only two members in. You've got three members to go, haven't you? Yes. Yes. At least two of those three members would be more than a little conscious of the fact that no two of the chords are the same ever in it. And it's a total nightmare. So that that'll be where the resistance comes right, from. Right, right. And and that's not Ian, is it? Let's be honest. No. No, Ian just, you know, bang bang crash. Yes, yeah. So the Dab- question is for Ian, is it bang bang crashy enough for him? Well, I think it is bang bang crashy yeah. enough for him. I think he'd like a bit of bang bang crashy. He, he may be a lone voice when it comes to the old four thousand chords mm. dilemma. Mm. Right. So just to just to get us back so we know where we mm. are, we've managed, and I'm just have a quick look on this. So we've been recording for 30 minutes. We've managed mm. one song, kind mm. of okay. Which I couldn't quite remember writing. No. Um, but can remember listening to earlier today. Um, oh, well, that's that's good then. Short-term memory's fine. Yeah, and I thought it, I thought it was a good thing. Okay. Well, what maybe we could do now then is everybody stop. Don't don't stop and don't come back. But stop now. Go and mm. listen to Lucky Man. Okay. Yeah. What? Because I think it's a good thing to do. We'll we'll all do it. We'll all do it. Mm. Um, and then come back for a bit of diary. And I think you're going to be in Freiburg, aren't you? Uh, I am. Yeah. I, oh, I like Freiburg. It's lovely. Thoroughly recommended. Right. Okay. So pause now. Lucky Man, mm. come back for diary. Okay, here we go. Sunday, 14th of November, Freiburg, Germany. Woke to a beautiful morning and went downstairs to grab coffee. Outside it's actually warm and sunny, like a summer's morning in the middle of November. I arranged a cab into town as I wanted to show Nile Freiburg. I've been once before and it's quite beautiful. The taxi arrived, German taxi, yellow Merc, with a blonde woman driving, 
reminded me of my old How We Live song, Working Girl, which was inspired by a German taxi driver all those years ago. Niall and I wandered up the main street. It's Sunday and all the shops are closed. A mixed blessing, really. I could have spent a fortune on Christmas tree decorations, light fittings, jewellery and art. I even saw a wrought iron garden gate, which I quite fancied. We found a little Italian cafe and ordered cappuccinos and sandwiches before walking under the medieval arch and over the river. The back streets of Freiburg contain streams of rapidly running water, probably coming down from the heavily wooded mountains which surround the town. The air has a refreshing, unpolluted taste about it, which feels tremendously uplifting. Niall and I had a great time just walking around. It would have been wise to have stayed here for tomorrow's day off. Now why didn't I think of that? Oh well, I can't imagine Mannheim to offer the same delights. We returned to the gig and I was drawn to the perimeter fence by the sounds of Arabic music drifting across the air. There's a couple of apartment blocks which appear to be fenced off from the outside world and the place is some kind of gypsy or refugee enclave. Children were out playing and there was a big Turkish looking guy fixing a motorbike wheel while substantial women wearing Romani style clothes seemed to be hanging washing and going about their business. Frantic Balkan and Arabic music constantly blared from the place which created a joyous, bustling atmosphere despite the bits of supermarket trolleys and other litter strewn about the place. Scott, our truck driver, later discovered that it's social housing for travellers. Soundcheck was much more relaxed than yesterday in Trier, and everyone seemed to have a good sound. Ian's in-ears are working again, so all is well. Tonight we're on at 7pm, so I didn't bother with dinner, and went for pre-show power nap. I was surprised again to find the gig more or less full by the time we went on stage. This is better than we imagined, and these audiences seem to be genuinely keen to hear our music. My sound was great until the third or fourth song, when I kicked out on one of the big rhythm accents, only to hear my monitors die and see my radio pack go skittering across the stage away from me. I ended up singing the next three or four songs with no monitors, whilst discovering that the clip had come off the pack, then that the pack was dead, then that I couldn't get to the side of stage for a replacement pack, then that I couldn't find my earpieces to put them back in my ears. I sang to the best of my ability, monitoring off the hall as best I could, until I finally got myself sorted out by the penultimate song, Kaylee, at which point Steve's guitar rig died. Pete and I rolled out the emergency bass and voice version of The Bell in the Sea until the rig was fixed, quite quickly as it turned out, and we played the last two songs with everything back on. None of this seemed to bother the crowd unduly, and they seemed to stay with us throughout. Another triumph. That's two in a row. Mannheim next, after tomorrow's day off. Went out and had another look at Deep Purple. Don Airy is, for me, the star of the show. What a player. Ian Gillen seems almost unfeasibly relaxed, but I suppose after all those years on the road it's unsurprising. Didn't seem to get recognised by anyone in the crowd tonight. 
went back to the dressing room and chilled out with a tequila and Red Bull in one hand and a Bex in the other, before returning to the bus, where we all watched Lee Mack doing a two-hour stand-up routine. Quote, I remember my dear old Nan's last words. Hello, Lee. Why are you coming towards me with that hammer? Etc. Bloody funny. He also did the best impression of Eric Morecambe I have seen. Went to bed, briefly upsetting a grumpy Mark Kelly who had been trying to get to sleep amidst guffaws from downstairs. I didn't realise anyone was trying to sleep. I'm usually the first to bed and all the curtains seem to be open. Apart from that, it had been a perfectly brilliant day in every way. Monday, 15th of November. Mannheim, day off. What can you say about Mannheim in the pissing down rain? It rained all day without pause. Spent most of it chilling in my room. Went out late afternoon for a walk with Nile. Had a beer in the Café Flow, which is a potentially groovy place, spoiled only by the attitude of the staff. Is it any coincidence that Kurt is a Christian name here in Germany? Discuss. Walked back to the hotel, hoods up, head down, and passed Fish coming the other way. Didn't realise it was him until he'd gone past, and I don't think he noticed us at all. Didn't want to shout him back in this weather. In the evening I went out with Niall, Rod, Pete, not Travis, the guitar tech, Pete Harwood, Marcus and Jens, who was in fine form, proposing to waitresses, etc. And we had a very pleasant dinner, washed down with white beer. I was so full by the end of it I could barely walk, and vowed not to eat all day tomorrow. Tuesday, 16th of November, Mannheim. Spent all night trying to get happy with the pillows. I don't want much, just not too high, not too low, not warm. But you'd be surprised how difficult that is to achieve, even in the best hotels. Didn't manage breakfast, but rolled out of bed around 11. Met up with Niall and went over the street for a quick cappuccino before he had to go to the gig. Went wandering and did a little bit of Christmas shopping for Vibes and Lanetta. I noticed that the Christmas market is being constructed in Mannheim, so we should see a few open in Germany before the end of the tour. At least it wasn't raining today in Mannheim, but it was grey and overcast, and noticeably much chillier than our excellent day in Freiburg. At three o'clock the bus arrived at the hotel to take us to the arena. Sound check went well. We're putting sugar mice in tonight, so we'll see how that one goes down. Said a hello to Ian Pace, who had turned up on stage to do something. He seemed pleasant and relaxed. Later said hello to Don Airy, who complimented us on the last song, which he said is a tour de force. It's nice to hear some applause outside from our dressing room. Nice chaps. Broke yesterday's vow by having dinner, which was nice. Fish. Came back to the bus and had the customary power nap before returning to the dressing room for a TV interview at 7.15. They never showed. Apparently their car broke down. So I concentrated on getting strapped into the radio system which had parted company with me during last night's show. We decided to tape it all together and then tape it to me. So I bent over while Phil and Frenchie fiddled about round my backside for some minutes. Hem came into the dressing room to tell Mark that the keyboard rig had crashed 
and Mark told him to restart it then. He didn't seem worried, certainly not as phased as me anyway. Quite a few of our shows have been compromised in the past by keyboard rig failures, understatement, so I was understandably a little ill at ease as we mounted the stage. We really don't want to screw any of these shows up. As it turned out, everything worked during the show, but I couldn't quite get my mojo working tonight. I did what was required, but I couldn't quite get inside the songs. The gig was bigger at about 11,000 capacity, and the crowd seemed a little disinterested. This reaction was more in keeping with the one I was expecting from the whole tour, so I guess it's an indication of how well the first two shows went. When we came off stage, Roger Glover was waiting for us at the door into the backstage area, just come to say hi, and that he hoped we were enjoying it. Nice of him. Once Deep Purple were on stage, Niall and I went out to have a listen. The sound was good tonight out front, and to my surprise I noticed that the crowd were still, on the whole, not the most responsive crowd on the planet, even in front of the main attraction. So maybe their reaction to us was understandable. Perhaps there's something in the water in Manheim. And we're back. And we've just been looking at a map of Germany, haven't we? We have. We've been um, um, we've been debating whether up and down is longitude or latitude, but I think up and down is longitude. But over, yeah, I've never been knowingly accurate. So don't send me fifty comments going. No, it isn't. <laughs> if it is, it, it feels like long should be up and down. Yes, exactly. Lat- because if it's left to right, it'd be wide, wouldn't it? Lateral, lateral flow. Lateral, lateral is ah, flat. Lateral might be the, that. Might be it. The lateral flow test. The lateral flow is, test is flat down, isn't it? Where and, uh, long, and long is long. So may, yes, maybe it would. It would. It would make sense. Well, I, but lateral flow up and down because the lateral flow went up your nose. I uh, know, but the flow test. It's on the right. level, isn't it? It's the old, uh, what were they called those in chemistry where you had the blotting paper and the little circles? What, uh, what, I know what you mean. What was that called? Yeah, Because that's what a oh. lateral flow test is. It's one of those. Right. Uh, only, you know, you can only see a strip, but if it was a, if it was a single blob dropped on a piece of blotting paper, it would make a circle, wouldn't it? Yeah. So that pink line that tells you you haven't got COVID would be a, a, a circle I think or in your case in your house <laughs> to tell you it has got COVID be two pink lines two yeah, pink lines two concentric pink lines right right okay oh we're so... going to get a lot of we're going to get a <laughs> lot <laughs> saying a load of nonsense all this we keep we keep going into areas as well we, we no don't even of... manage we, we don't even manage to get right the bits that we should actually get right no no so the bits no. where we have knowledge so well like where you've got unique knowledge mm. we don't get those bits right but no. then we decide to go off somewhere where neither of us have got into a clue. advanced chemistry yeah, and, it's not going to end well, is it? And tarcogra- and car- tarcography, cartography, cartography, uh, and and we've and neither of us have got. We've got got pedigree, have we? Neither of those areas. I hope somebody sends me at least a note telling me what they're called. Those 
things with the blotted paper in the circles. Right. What are they called? Right. We, we need that. We need the answer to that. Not a litmus test. It's a something no. test. And we're not going to look for it. We're going to wait and let you tell us. Yeah. Because we're not going to. We're not going to go out. We're not going to go out looking. So Freiburg, you mm. like oh, very much. There's like funny little, funny little slits in the street with water running through them, and I, th- I think aren't they drains? <laughs> They're somehow nicer than drains, though, Anthony. Um, <laughs> you become romantically involved with a drain. <laughs> they just make you happy when you look at them. They're not like other people's drains. Um, and they go down the street, and you just go, "Oh, we're going to." Oh, we're not going to. We're not going to go down a "What did the Nazis ever do for us?" conversation <laughs> and get to nice drains, are we? I don't know if the Nazis put those drains in. They so, probably didn't. You know, they might have been. Pre-Nazi drains. <laughs> Pre-Nazi drains. <laughs> but they're, they're just strangely uplifting. You walk down the street and there's a little trickle, trickle. Because I think it's all um, water that's coming down from the mountains. And so the, the, the feeling of the air in Freiburg is really nice as well. The air feels really fresh and unpolluted. You can hear the water trickling in the nice drains um and it just makes me sort of happy right and they kind of have horror film road signs as well with that old um that really old um font on the Uh, the i know the one you mean the old gothic german font that they always have on the doors of castles Mm. um as well which is quite quite groovy and not, you know, quite other because, you know, you go around the world and everywhere is sort of becoming increasingly the same, isn't it? But when you get somewhere and you go, oh, I feel like I'm really somewhere else here at the moment, that's a good feeling, you know. Not... Well, well, what with the font and the drains? Mm. I imagine it probably pops up in Peter Cushing's diaries. Exactly. Very Hammer House of Horror. That's exactly where I was leading with the font. Mm. It looks like something that... The street signs look like something um, Peter Cushing would be marching earnestly past on his way to a laboratory. And where would he be taken earnestly? (laughs) Um, We've we've passed the point of trying to put any more structure or content in this particular week. Though, well, I was going to ask you because it mentions it in the diary. Yeah, is um, that's a thing? Then is it with the bell in the sea about the bass and vocal version when there's a catastrophe? Yeah, that probably is. Why well, did we? Yeah, did yes. we have to do it? You had to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, whenever the Mark's keyboards have crashed and burned, which is fairly often um not quite so much these days but still now and again um if they crash and burn beyond any hope of of that even telling a joke is going to be long enough uh then 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 me and pete do the bell in the sea in the hope that by the time we get to the end of it we don't have to start again and play it again (laughs) (laughs) yeah because it's not 
It's not like and, one of those uh, rounds when you're a kid where you can get the audience to do a different line each. No. No, you've got you've just yeah, you've got to know which window to jump in through. Yeah. On that particular tune. I'm sure I saw in Oxford you do that, but it wasn't Bell in the Sea. I think it was either uh I think it might have been Go, which is the one with a really nice bass line in it from dot com. Well, Go goes boom, 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 is the pulse. No, it's not that one, one then. It's cool. It's not that one then. Uh, what would be the one with the nice bass line? I don't know. What the Bound up in the energy ball again. Oh, now that is enlightened. Enlightened. That's, That's got a nice bass line, hasn't it? I'm sure you and Pete have done that. A cappella, so to speak, or bass and voice. Have we really? Well, it's possible. And it was quite incredible, actually. Mm. I think Rothers was being sick in a different room. I mm. seem to recall. Was he? Bless him. Mm. <laughs> but it made it made for a special moment. Not for him, obviously. <laughs> the Memorable, possibly. Sounds of but not special. in the background. I've never thought of it with retching in it. <laughs> Shall we call it a day? Shall we, we put an end to this nonsense? <laughs> oh, Anthony, I'm so sorry. You keep trying, don't you, to get I me do to keep, talk I about do it. sounds that can't be made, and I keep trying to talk about them, but somehow it doesn't happen. No, no I know when I'm beaten. That's oh, the thing. All right. Oh, I think yeah. I need to regroup. Yeah, take another run at it. In the next episode. In the, oh, I'm going to. I've got half a dozen more episodes to take a run at it, if I'm, be, if I'm being honest. But I'm going to take another run at it today um, or, or next time around because I'm giving up for today. For today, okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I think both of us are getting on that point where we've decided we need a drink. I'm going to help you all I can with it when you take another run at it. <laughs> <laughs> that facial expression does not <laughs> fill me with a lot of hope. The face is willing. Right. But the spirit just, is weak. It's just everything else. <laughs> right. We will we will we will take this piece of toshin nonsense and 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 say, do you know what? We'll we're gonna try a lot harder next time round. Yes, we are. We're gonna try very hard to stay on the map and not mm. get distracted talking about maps. Yes. All of those things. Any mm. idea for a crooncast on the back of this? Because nothing is now coming to mind. <laughs> what do you know that's German? <laughs> you got a drinking song up your sleeve. <laughs> My name is falling in love again. Never wanted to. <laughs> what am I to do? I can't help it. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. It sounds. It sounds. It's got a, it's got an edge of hello hello about it. <laughs> oh, Lord. No idea what's coming next, folks. I'll tell you something you might not know. Just going back to Hard Day's Night. Um, <laughs> going back to Hard Day's Night. Victor Spinetti. Yes. Who was in Hard Day's Night was a very close personal friend of Marlena Dietrich. I think that's a good place to leave it. I think that's all again. <laughs> Falling 
in love again never wanted to what am i to do i can't help it love's always been my game play it how i may I was born that way I can't help it Falling in love again Never wanted to What am I to do? I can't help it Love's always been my game I play it how I may I was born that way I can't help it Thanks for listening to the Corona Diaries. It featured Steve Hogarth with the insights and me, Ant Short, with the questions. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider subscribing and maybe leaving a review as this will help others find it. You could even share with other like-minded souls, should the mood take you. This has been an A Short Stories production.